Hello there. This is just a quick announcement before the episode begins. The audio in this episode sucks. <laughs> it's not that bad. I've heard, I've definitely heard worse. It's not that bad, but it's not as good as it usually is. There's a problem somewhere in the signal chain. I need to figure it out. But this episode is already recorded. As in, I've just done it now and I don't want to do it again. So here we are. Here is the episode. Good afternoon. How are you doing? Even if it isn't the afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you doing? If you are in... Can't think of any now. If you are on your bicycle, bicycling, that's a good word. That is bicycling home from work in Sheffield. <laughs> if you are in Vogel Park in Amsterdam, good park, that is, good park, then I invite you to join me. I am currently just outside of the country of Gibraltar. Now, I say just outside. From my window, I can I can probably throw a stone into Gibraltar, into it. I'm miming throwing a stone here with my hand like you can see me. I, I can probably throw a stone into Gibraltar from where I am. I am currently in Spain, in the very south of Spain, if you don't know what Gibraltar is. Gibraltar's weird, man. Gibraltar's really weird. <laughs> oh, first of all, actually, before I forget, I've got to uh, do a quick shout-out. Shout-out. Is that a thing? Anyway, okay. <laughs> I've got to mention... Jose Lopez, man, he's over on Instagram at Nomad Tino, T-I-N-O, and man, whenever he keeps me honest, man, whenever I, uh, I kind of spend a few weeks, you notice I completely glossed over the fact that it's been a couple of weeks, yeah, so whenever I spend a few weeks not doing a show, he always sends me a message like, hey dude, come on, <laughs> so... If you're enjoying listening to this, you've got that guy to thank, man. Send him a message. <laughs> but yeah, so, oh man, uh, I'm already going in a few directions. I need to write this stuff down, man, which reminds me. That's it. I'm doing a tangent on talking about tangents, but I was talking to a guy. He listened to my show. I met him in Mabea, and he went out for a walk, and he listened to my show while he was out, right? Pretty cool. And then he comes back. Right? If you listen, hey, by the way. He comes back, and he goes, man... I was like, oh, good. He goes, it's good, but uh, yeah, you just go on too many tangents. You don't stick to one topic, you know? It would be good if you just stick to one topic, maybe script, script it out a little bit. Not script it, but, like, have talking points and stuff like that and stick on the one topic, you know? I'm like, man, I agree. Like, I don't want to be like this, you know? I don't want to go on all these tangents and stuff. That's just what I do, though. And I've got the thing is, I've got so many messages from you guys saying that you enjoy the tangents. You know what I mean? It's like if it were me, and actually saying that the podcast that I listen to, it is just basically like people going on tangents after tangents, you know, and it's not it's not so much the content that I'm there for, if you know what I mean. So, yeah, tell me what you guys think. If you like the tangents, let me know at Backback Digital on Instagram. If you don't like the tangents, let me know. Same link, obviously. So, God, I've, I've uh, gone in circles now. So where am I? Um, Gibraltar, yeah, of course. And what was I just talking about? So it's been a few weeks, and there's Christmas. We've got to talk about that. 
Yeah, let's talk about that first. So it's been a few weeks, right? Because it was Christmas. Right. And I went home. That was where I was going, by the way, going home. Uh, well, you know, an approximation of home. Went back to the UK to see my family and to surprise them. It was hilarious because <laughs> I didn't tell them all I was coming back. And uh, I always suggest doing this, by the way. If you're out on a trip or if you're going out on a trip and you're going back soon, then don't tell any of your family when you're going to be back or even that you're coming back and then just turn up on the doorstep. That is the best thing to do. I love those surprises, man. So like I was on the phone to my brother and I was like, yeah, you know, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna send some stuff to your house and you can send it out to me, you know, you can, I'll find an address and you can send it over here in Spain. And we were talking about all this and stuff. And then I'm walking down this road towards his house, which is at the end of the road, right at the end of the road. And, uh, and then I see him walk out of his house. <laughs> And I start smiling, he looks down the road and he looks at me and he's like, well, I can't say what he said, but he's just like, oh God, and put the phone down. It was so funny. So I'd recommend doing that every single time. It's so good. So that's, uh, yeah, I didn't do any of the Christmas break because it was the Christmas break. And then I came back here, right? And last week, what happened last week? I can't remember what happened. Was I even back in the country last week? I don't know what happened last week. But then... As you, you may or may not have noticed, it's Friday today, not Thursday, right? So yesterday, man, this is, these, aren't, these aren't excuses. I'm just telling you what's going on, right? Yesterday, I was at this place, kind of between Marbella and Gibraltar, right? And uh, this is Tangent City, this is. So I was there, and um, man, check out my Instagram for pictures of it. It's such a cool place. I was going down like all these, uh, all these back roads to really try and get to this place. It's right on the beach and there's this like abandoned house with all this uh, graffiti in and stuff. And I just pitched the tent next to that house, I guess. And oh, it was a great place. So yeah, check out the pictures of that. And there's also a good video, which I can't stop watching. It's only a 10 second video, but it's got a great Fleetwood Mac song in the background. So I take a, have a watch of that. So something that happened though, something that happened, which I'm not proud of, right? So, okay, I'm going to paint the scene. Paint the scene? Yeah, that works. I'm going to paint the picture, right? So I'm going down this down this little road. It's not even a road. It's like a dirt path. There you go. I'm going down this dirt path, right? And it was it had just been raining as well. So, and it was like that light-colored dirt. like, And so it was, oh, man, it was the slippiest stuff you could ever be on, right? And it was it was hard trying to keep the bike up, you know? And then there was this big puddle and I was going through the puddle and I was like, right, I'm just going to go through it, maintain my speed, maintain my trajectory and just head straight through it. See, that didn't work, right? <laughs> and the bike just went vroom, straight out underneath me, you know? And so, yeah, we, we both went down. <laughs> just It wasn't fast or anything. It, we just both went down and it was, it, oh man, it was so muddy, like... <laughs> It looked like someone had borrowed my legs and then had like a mud wrestling tournament, an entire tournament with them, and then given them back to me, you know, because it was just my legs that were just completely caked, right? See, this is this is not the part, however, that um, that I'm ashamed of. Like, I don't, you're going to drop the bike, it, especially in circumstances like that. It happens, you know? If someone goes on a trip and they don't drop it on like a, on, at any point during the trip, then, then well done. <laughs> but... Hey, it happens, you know? This is why we have crash bars, which actually I don't have. But this is, you know. So that's not the part that I'm slightly ashamed of. So what happened then was 
So I tried to get the bike back up because that's the first thing you do. You turn it off, you try and get it back up, right? And I'm trying to get it back up. And, uh, and I couldn't do it. And this is also another part that I'm ashamed of because it was, it was the mud was so slippy that as soon as you try and pick it up, all you're then doing is just then sliding it down the, down the road because it can't get any purchase on the tires. So it, you can't like push or yeah, push back against it. So it, you can't lift it. And it's like, you know, 250 kilos. It's like, it's, it's quite heavy, but it's, yeah, you're not going to get it up. So yeah, that was tough, but that, I'm not ashamed of that. That's, you know, that happens eventually. Yeah. Well, we'll get to that. But what happened then was there was a bloke and uh, presumably his wife walking down the road kind of towards me, but behind me, right? And I could see him, you know, he was like 50 yards away. And they were both walking towards me. I was like, ah, okay, cool. So, you know, it's going to be great. This bloke's going to come and all you need to do is just make a bit of a fulcrum and then I can just lift it up and it'll be fine. He doesn't even have to get his shoes dirty, you know? And he's coming down. And, uh, and so I'm like, well, I'll just wait for these guys. So I'm waiting. And I'm looking, occasionally looking over. Yeah, they're a bit closer now. Chilling. Look over. Yeah, they're a bit closer now. I look again. They've turned off the road. They've, they were walking. They've turned off the road and they've gone onto the golf course. <laughs> there was a golf course there. So they just turned off the road. And uh, yeah. So I was just there, like, I was there waiting for the bloke and he just turns off the road. Now, I don't know about you, right? but if I see a bloke and his bike's on, like, it's, the shiny side isn't up, then I'm going to go and help. That's the first thing you're going to do, right? Some people are different. Some people are different, you know? So he just turns off the road and just ignores the fact that he ever saw me and my bike on his side, you know? This still isn't the part that I'm ashamed of. So <laughs> eventually I got the bike up, right? It wasn't, it wasn't too difficult, really, like... Well, it sucked, but yeah, I got it up and the bike's fine, obviously, she's a beast. And I went down to this place and it was awesome. But then as I was getting there, right, I'm going down this dirt path and who do I see? <laughs> who do I see? That old Mr. Red Jumper <laughs> and his missus, presumably, walking down the road. <laughs> So I'm going down and I'm like, <laughs> I'm not usually like this, right? But I pull up next to him. Old Mr. Redjump. Pull up next to him. I could tell that he was English because there's a lot of English people down here, right? And you can just tell. I'm like, hmm, is that not racist, but is that? <laughs> you can just tell, right? So, so I pull up next to him. I'm like, do you speak English? And uh, he goes, yeah. He was, you know, I'm not going to describe him. He was a bloke. I was like, oh, right, cool. Yeah. Thanks for the help, by the way, mate. And he was like, oh, you know, I um, I kind of, I was like, don't worry about it. Thanks for the help. And just drove off. And that is the part that I'm ashamed of. I didn't need to do that. Didn't need to do that. Didn't need to make him feel bad, especially in front of presumably his missus. And I feel bad. So that bloke... If you're out there somewhere on a golf course, not helping people pick up their bikes, um, no, let's bring it down. <laughs> to the bloke, I kind of apologise. I'm sorry, in inverted commas, right? <laughs> That's all you're getting. Right then. So I did actually make a little bit of a list for this. So <laughs> what's next? It's the new year. That's not the entire thing. It's the new year. So a lot of people do resolutions and stuff and they resolve to 
get some stuff sorted, to start some stuff. This is the year when I will, dot, 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 you know. This is the year I will start to learn how to ride a motorcycle. This is the year I will learn how to tie my shoes. You know, whatever it may be. So with that in mind, right, I kind of have one of my own. <laughs> right, so when I, was, when I was picking up the bike, right, it took a couple of attempts. But like, I've been finding out over the past few days, my grip has kind of, kind of gone a bit. You know when like, you know when you wake up in the morning, right, and, and your grip isn't very strong, and there's no way you could like open a jar, you know? That's kind of what my grip kind of felt like. <laughs> and, uh, and I didn't want to look into it. I didn't want to start Googling it because then, you know, all of a sudden I definitely have arthritis and like a liver disease and I'm blind. You know what I mean? So I didn't want to Google it. So I'm just imagining that, yeah, I've got arthritis. <laughs> it's clearly not. But, but because of that, what I want to do and what I am doing, what I started a few days ago, actually a few weeks ago, but anyway, is yoga every morning, right? I know it's not the manliest thing, but actually it is. Have you seen blokes that do yoga? Ripped. So... So I'm doing yoga every morning, right? Um, not a lot, just five minutes, right? And what they say is it takes 66 days to build a habit, right? So if you were to do something every day, 66 days, at the point of those 66 days, you will, you'll have that habit ingrained and it will be harder to not do it than to do it, right? So this is the goal, right? But then you think, well, what if I miss a day? Well, what you do is you make it so easy that the bar is so low that you can't miss a day, right? So, like, you have to drill down to what the bar is so low so that you can't miss it, right? So if it's like, hey, I want to go to the gym for 45 minutes a day, not that anyone does that, but, like, that's way too high. So then you drill down to 10 minutes a day, still too high. So then you do once a week for 10 minutes. I mean, yeah, you could definitely do that, you know? I know it's not a 66-day thing, but, like, yeah, think of that in a daily thing. You could definitely do that. It's like the old thing of if you want to get into... I don't know, flossing your teeth in the morning. Just start by flossing one tooth every morning. You know what I mean? And then it slowly builds, right? So this is the theory. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do yoga every morning, wherever I am. And then I'm going to build it up to a little bit of a run, a little bit of a workout, you know, and it'll just build, right? So with this in mind, a lot of you guys, a lot of you guys are messaging me saying that you're, you're starting travel and you're, you're looking towards starting travel, right? So like, oh, this year I'm going to go here probably. Or, hey, I'm stuck in my job and I want to, this year I want to, want to go out and travel, you know. So how can we make it so that this is the year? How can we make it so that this is the year? What did I say that was? And a big thing, a big thing about goals and things like this is accountability. So if you guys send me a message and you say, hey, I want to be traveling by this date. Or I'm going to book a flight on this date or whatever, whatever it is, then we as a collective will hold you accountable. <laughs> what I'll do is, <laughs> and I'll actually do this, I'll put it down in my calendar with an alert to say, hey, in 66 days, you know, check in with this guy, see if he's actually doing it, you know, see how far along he is, you know, and we'll go from there. I don't know, it's a little help. It's a little help towards actually getting these goals done. And feel free to write to me and tell me what your goals for the year are concerning travel. Do you want to travel for the first time? Do you want to travel to a new place? Do you want to become location independent? Any of these things. Any of these things, man. I'm not, not one for resolutions, but I don't know, man. I think it's pretty interesting. 
I think it's good to challenge yourself in that way, you know? So also, you remember I told you about that Facebook group, Nomads, A Life of Alternative Travel. That's the full name of it, because I think last time I called it Nomads Something 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 Alternative Travel. I was right. So, yeah, there was a post in this group, right? It's a great group. You guys should join it, right? So it says, it says, not it says, hi, Nomads. I love that. I come here to ask you for some advices. Love that as well. I'm in, I'm in a wrong place and completely lost. I feel I don't belong anywhere. I'm sick of society, materialism and selfishness. I'm disappointed of humanity, even though I know some wonderful people. I need peace, inspiration and reasons to keep going. I've been thinking about two options. One of them, a meditation slash yoga course in Asia, not commercial, by locals and with instructors who really live what they teach. And the other one of volunteering in a poor community of Africa. Specifically, I would like to help finding the way to provide water. Can somebody suggest me some places, organizations, or communities? I have the ideas, but I don't know where to go or who to contact. And did anyone do something similar who can share a bit of experience with me? Now, the reason I'm telling you about this is... Do you guys ever feel like this? Am I, well, I was going to say, am I the only one, but are me and this girl the only ones? <laughs> like, like when you, as soon as you start to think about things, you've, you've heard my rant before, how I, I don't like this society stuff, you know, but do you want to kind of do the things that have meaning? Do the things that have meaning? Yeah, that makes sense. You know, it's like we're trudging along and none of these things that we're doing actually mean anything. They actually don't actually help people in a way you know and it's like you feel like you could be using your time more wisely now i've always thought in a hedonistic 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 I don't know, hedonistic kind of way like the meaning of life <laughs> is to enjoy it is to enjoy all of the time that you can and then you're done <laughs> and i guess i still agree with that it's like in a, in a selfish way you know, it's like when you're, when you're on your deathbed, it's like, I want to look back and think, I haven't wasted my time. And if I've enjoyed my time, then I guess I haven't wasted it. But also, if you lived a life of helping people and making a difference to people in the world, because society, well, society is real, but things like, you know, car insurance may not be real. <laughs> I know, you'll get a fine if you don't have it, but they, they may not be real. They may just be ideas, but people and their struggles are definitely real, right? So if you can make an impact on these things that are real, surely that is a life worth living, right? But then, but then whenever I think of this, it's the same, it's the same problem. It's these abstract ideas, right? It's like, hey, I want to, and the first thing people think of oftentimes is I want to go to Africa and build houses. I want to go to Africa and help with water. I want to, you know what I mean? And I think there's a reason that that is the case because I mean, <laughs> you know, when there's a charity appeal, who are they helping the vast majority of the time? You know, it's like, <laughs> I don't know, man, but then it's a thing of like, is it up to, you know, is it, is it just singular people that can help out with that? Is that the best use of it or can it go higher? Can you somehow make a change in the society, you know, to, or whatever? I don't <laughs> See, this is the thing. I think myself in circles with this stuff, but I know that I know that going and doing that would be would be useful in the world, would be a useful use of time, 
a useful use. There you go. There you go. It reminds me of this Venn diagram. You guys know Venn diagrams. It's like on the one side, you've got like podcasts about travel. On the other side, you've got in a circle, you've got podcasts about motorcycles. And in the middle, you have the perfect podcast for me, you know? So that's a Venn diagram. So there's this Venn diagram and it describes the concept of Ikigai. Don't know if I'm saying that right. I-K-I-G-A-I. If you want to search for it, and I'd suggest that you do. So it's a Venn diagram, right? And so you have the cross-section between what you love. So, if, you know, I'm doing what I love, you know. I, I don't know what that could be. I'm, I'm, what do people love? I'm, I don't know. What do people love doing? <laughs> Man, it's really weird that I can't figure out what that is. Playing music. There you go. I'm playing in a band. Doing what you love, right? The cross-section between that and what the world needs is a mission, Right? So the cross-section between what you love and what the world needs is a mission. The cross-section between what you love and what you're good at is a passion. That could be playing music in a band, right? That's a passion. It's a passion project, you know? The cross-section between what you're good at and what you can be paid for is a, prof- a profession. There you go. So like so like a, uh, a teacher, you know, if they don't love it. But then again, the world needs it as well, I suppose. Well, I don't, I'm a, you know, I'm a schooling guy, but anyway. So... <laughs> So that's a profession. Then the one between what you can be paid for and what the world needs is a vocation. There you go. That's what that word actually means. So that's pretty cool. But the cross-section between what you love, what the world needs, what you can be paid for, and what you are good at is ikigai. (laughs) And I think that's what we should all be doing, right? Because the only one I'm looking at is what you can be paid for, you know? But then that means, all that means is you can survive doing it, you know? So that kind of makes sense. So yeah, anyway, you guys should look that up. I-K-I-G-A-I. That could help with that could help with a lot of you guys. Because a lot of you guys say about, hey, I'm doing this course in uni or I'm doing this job. And I don't know if it's actually what I want to do. I don't know if it's my passion or if it's my profession or, you know, if it's my actual mission. But I really want to do this. But I'm not very good at those things. I'm good at this, though. So that diagram, Ikigai, <laughs> could really help you guys out when it comes to that. Right, let's have a look at some questions here. So I've got a couple of questions in. I haven't actually read them yet, so this will be the first time I read them. So I have one from, let's get a name, from Jimmy. Jimmy says, Hey there, I've been trying to send you a message on Instagram, but I haven't been able to figure it out. Yeah, Instagram's not good for messages. Anyway, just <laughs> having said that, I do always ask you guys, Hey, message me on Instagram. I don't know. Anyways, just wanted to say I've been really enjoying the travel logs. Thank you very much, man. I love the humor and free spirit of your off-the-cuff style. I could listen to you ramble for days. Man, <laughs> brings it all back round. This is what I was saying to that bloke the other day, you know? <laughs> I keep getting these messages. Hey, I like it when you ramble. But when I'm doing it, it just, I don't know. I feel like, am I finishing points? You know, that's my question. Am I finishing points and then moving on to the next one? Or am I leaving open doors? You know, and then just leaving them completely unexplored and then going, ah, I'll come back to that one day. You know, which one am I doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so send me more messages about do you do you want less rambling or more rambling? Well, not more rambling, that'd be ridiculous. Do you want less rambling or the same amount of rambling? <laughs> Jimmy likes it. So thank you, Jimmy. That's what you say. Where are we? Oh, I've just opened a different one. So where are we? Jimmy. <sighs> I guess if I had any questions, it would be, what have been your high and low points of your motorcycle trip through Europe? 
Have you done any motorcycle trips elsewhere or have plans to in the future? High points, high points, high points. It doesn't, it, it's not saying something about the situation that I can't think of the high points. It's just that there were a few, right? I think the high points, I was thinking about this the other day, right? And I think it's summed up, This all, all of my high points are summed up by the one video that I have on my Instagram. This isn't a shameless promotion, I don't care. But there's a video in the last few days of, it's like the, the thumbnail of it is like a graffitied wall. So you need to listen to it as well because that encapsulates the whole situation, right? It's like, you can see the beach, you can see the, it's, you know, it's natural. You can see the nature and you can see the bike and it's good weather. <laughs> you can see the nature and you can see the bike and the, the, the music just captures it, you know? And that is, those are the high points. When I'm in the middle of nowhere, I'm in the middle of nature and I've got the bike there and I've got on some old 70s music, you know? Those are the high points. I don't know why. I don't know why. But it's just that just, I guess it's freedom. That's just true freedom for me, you know? It's just being out there in nature. You've got everything you need. I love it. I love it. Low points. Hmm. Low points. Let's see. Well, you could listen to, I think it was the first travel log I did about um, my lessons learned the hard way. There's a, there's a couple of low points in there but the low points are so transient man because if if there's any ever any if if there is ever a low point there we go then it's over very quickly because i don't dwell on those things because i know that i'm going to be talking about it on a podcast in a few weeks time and i'm going to be laughing about it so low points are fairly non-existent because i can't remember them because they're so quick <laughs> you know what i mean Thirdly, have you done any motorcycle trips elsewhere? I have. I have ridden from the very south to the very north of, or, well, thereabouts, of Vietnam. That trip was intense. So <laughs> so I was reading a couple of things before I went there, and it was like, if you're, uh, if you're planning this trip, then make sure you take a helmet, a poncho, and a body bag. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, and then someone, someone else was like, it's not about if you will come off the bike, it's when. And I'm like, man, <laughs> really? I did the trip and it wasn't that bad. But like, yeah, it was awesome. It was amazing. And that is that goes back to the high points because I went the, the rural route. You know, I didn't like the Highway 1, Highway 2, you know. So like I went all through the mountains and stuff. And those those are the moments, man. If you're doing any type of trip, if you're doing a, an over, any type of overlanding trip, you know, be it in a car or a Jeep or walking or biking or motorbiking, Always go the scenic route, you know. Always go the through the little villages, you know. Where is there a shop? Who knows? That's the fun, you know. I don't like going on motorways. I don't like going on highways. All these type of things. It's so much better when you're done then. So what was the fourth one? Uh, do you have plans in the future? Yes, I do. So after this trip, and I don't know how long it's going to take. It could be a few years, but after this trip, myself and my dad going through uh, the USA, kind of. So I don't know how many of you guys know the film Easy Rider. It was a film in 1969 starring Peter Fonda and Dennis Hopper. It's so good. If you want to get a feel of what it's like inside my brain every time I'm on the bike, watch Easy Rider. It is one of the greatest films ever. They go, basically, there's two blokes. They go biking across America looking for freedom, basically. 
It's amazing. I can't tell you much more. Apart from Jack Nicholson's in it. He's amazing. But yeah, so we're doing the trip that they took. We're landing, we're flying to LA, and then we're hiring a couple of bikes, and then we're doing the Easy Rider trip. And people have like meticulously planned out where they went, and you can see the landmarks you know, that they went past on the trip. And so, yeah, we're doing that trip, and it's going to be so good. You know, my dad's 60 this year, and so we're going to do it. Maybe this year, maybe I'll take it. It's only for like three weeks, so maybe I'll take three weeks out of this trip and go do that, you know? So, yeah, I do have that, that trip kind of in mind because it's also the thing of like when you look at how long you, uh, this is not sad, but like it's quite dark, not dark, but when you look at how long you have left with your parents, you know, and even if you live in the same country or even the same, the same town as them, maybe you see them every other weekend, you know, maybe if you live kind of close to them. And so add those up, man. Add that one day out of every fortnight, you know, like what's that? That's 26 days a year, you know, times that by the, by the amount of years could be 20 years. You know what I mean? So I'm not going to do that, man. Oh, I could. Oh, 520. There you go. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's 520 times, man. That's not a lot of times. That's not a lot of times. So, so yeah, it's, you got to, you got to spend time with with your your parents. You know, you got you got to spend time with your parents because you regret it if you don't. You got to spend time with your friends because you regret it if you don't. You got to do all these things that you don't want to regret. This is this is the way I live. So, so that's what I'm doing. That was such a long answer to such a short question. So here we are. <laughs> this one is from Davey. That's actually how it's spelled. Hey man, listen to your podcast while traveling through Ghana and West Africa. Awesome on an internship. I really love and relate to a lot of things you and your awesome guests talk about, especially about solo traveling. Awesome. I am also very tempted by the hippie community in Spain. We'll have to check it out. Yes, it's called Beneficio. B-E-N-E-F-I-C-I-O. Is there an accent on the O? Who cares? I think there is. Beneficio. No, there isn't. So, uh, yeah, Beneficio. Good, good place. Near Granada. Uh, anyway, whenever I am in a new country, I love to experience public transport. It definitely tells a lot about a place. I'd really, I'd be really interested to hear about your favorite, almost interesting and surprising public transportation experiences. Yes, that's a really good question, man. I also, I also like to do that when I'm not on the bike. I also like to do that. And you know what's weird? You know, like the, what do you call it, metro systems, right? So if you think of the metro system in Paris, if you've been there, if you think of the metro system in Los Angeles, if you've been there, do they have a metro system? Are you thinking of the right place? Hmm. I can't remember whether I am. Maybe I'm thinking of San Francisco. I know San Francisco has one. So, yeah, or the one in New York, or the one in London, or the one in Rio. Don't you think they're all kind of the same? You know, it's like if you change the language on the, on the, the signs, it's like you could be in the other one quite easily apart from the underground it's a bit different but like you could just easily be on the other one i've always found that really strange man really strange they all look so similar but yeah no i know exactly what you mean it's like in some places it's yeah you just take a bus you just take a bus that's fine like india you know and like i said before a seven hour bus journey in india cost me two pound 44 you know what's that four dollars something like that for seven hours ridiculous but then in other countries it's like in fact la is just uber 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 so there you go. But uh, in other countries, it's the metro. And man, I know exactly what you mean. Favorites? I do like the metro in Rio. I do really like that. It just goes, yeah, it's just, well, it's just a metro, isn't it? Same with New York, actually. That was really good. Hmm. Yeah. 
I'll go with the subway. Subway in New York. That'd be my favourite. That'd be my favourite. Anyway. Also, I'm from London. Cool. But go to uni in Amsterdam. That's awesome. So if you pass through there on your motorbike tour, I would love to come say, hey, I am passing through there in quite a long time. But <laughs> but I will pass through there and we will come and say hey. So yeah. Another one. This was received yesterday, I think. I haven't read this yet. Hi, Aiden. I'm Keisha. <laughs> this is great because <laughs> this is awesome. I love this. So the name Keisha, right? So I, I used to speak German quite a lot. And in German, when you have an E and an I, and it could be, you know, I or E, that's the, that's the least easy way to explain anything. But like, this could be Keisha or Keisha, right? If it's an E and an I, depending on which way around they go, right? And in German, it's whichever is the last letter is the one you pronounce. So if it's E-I, then it's I, if it's I-E-U-T. So written, it's in, in Germanic language is Keisha, right? But... Then my brain went, hold on, that's not a name. <laughs> so then I looked at the, the username, and it's genius. It's Keisha, as in the quiche that you eat with eggs. How good is that? Keisha, amazing. <laughs> so Keisha, I love your username. That's fantastic. I found your podcast recently, and I've really been enjoying it. Thank you very much. It's very inspiring in terms of helping me move towards location independence and seeing the world. I have two international trips scheduled for this year. Yes, that's how you do it. I'm happy about that, so you should be. The tough part is that I enjoy my job, but it's not my passion and limits my freedom. So I'm working on moving into work I can do from anywhere. I just wanted to introduce myself and say thank you. Well, thank you very much. I love that. So let's see. I'm, where was it? I enjoy my job, but it's not my passion. And limits my freedom. So I would recommend taking a look at that. Was it Ikigai, I think? I can't remember now. I'd recommend taking a look at that Venn diagram, you know, because in fact, we could probably make our own like, travel Venn diagram because it could be, it could be like stuff that, you know, something that we enjoy, something that helps the world, something that you can live off, right, financially, and something that you can do from anywhere. I suppose you'd still have to have something that you're good at in there. <laughs> It'd be like a five-circle Venn diagram, which would make it a bit more confusing. But I'd recommend looking at that, and that might give you some give you some ideas with that. Because I know what you mean. If you if you enjoy your job and it's great, like my mom's the same. You know, she enjoys her job. She works with people that she likes, but she does want to go travel as well. You know, and you can't if that's your job. But you also enjoy it, so you don't really want to. You know, I, so I know exactly what you mean. I'd recommend taking a look at that Venn diagram, man. I'd recommend that. But thank you for your message. That's awesome. So I'm going to wrap this up. Please accept my apologies for the lateness. <laughs> but if you've listened this far, thank you very much. Now, as I leave you today, as I leave you, says that. So as I leave you today, what happened over Christmas was I reunited for one night only with my old band from a decade ago, right? <laughs> So my old friends, they're still my friends now, but my old friends from 10 years ago, we had a band, right? And we played kind of pop punk music, right? Think, think Blink-182, but a bit kind of different. So yeah, so we had a band and we reunited for one, one day only. It was a 10 hour kind of band practice in a, uh, in a rehearsal space. While, uh, in fact, I've just reminded myself that I've received... I've received a sneak peek 
of some songs from a listener, Tyler Jameson. I've received these songs and mate, I listened to them yesterday. Love it. I love it. It's got that poppy kind of vibe, but it's also got that bit of edge. I love it, man. I would, I would show you guys, but I can't. It's a sneak peek and I'm special. <laughs> so, so I reunited with the band and we recorded the practice. So we, there's, <laughs> there's like one song that came out good, you know, because, I mean, it's 10 years ago. Come on. We're like, <laughs> we're almost in our 30s. Some of us are in our 30s. I'm not, but some, some of them are in their 30s. And we're, we're decidedly slower. So what we do is at the end of this, you don't have to listen to it. You can just, you know, end the whole thing. But uh, yeah, here is a track. Here is a track from from musicians that, in fact, we never even played this song. We just, we, we've never practiced it before. This is like the third time ever running it through. And it was written 10 years ago, you know? Yeah, so this is the track. It's called Break the Lines. My guitar is on the right, my vocal is on the left, if you want to know which one's me. But uh, yeah, here it is. Thank you so much for listening. I will be back next week. Take it easy. Direct yourself into a better way to play.